Hi everyone and welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. Today again we're going to focus on the Consulting Office Season 1 and I'm going to particularly look at one important aspect about how you set up relationships either with uh, an interviewer during the case interview or with people with whom you practice cases on an ongoing basis. And I call it the first three minute rule. Now the first three minutes during which you engage someone are probably the most important three minutes of that relationship. Let me explain to you why. And I'll use examples from the consulting office so you know you can go and watch them and see what actually happened there. Um, let's look at uh, Felix, let's look at Rafik, let's look at Samantha, let's look at Sanjeev, right? So just for background, you know, two PhDs, the two females are PhDs, and the two males are MBAs. Now, let's ignore sessions one to four because they were resume-based sessions and not really testing any, you know, serious intellect there. You know, basically looking at your ability to rewrite things. Let's look at session five and onwards. Now, session five was like a super important session for me because when I first approached someone and start training them, I really don't know how committed they are, how disciplined they are, and how seriously they take this, right? So those first three minutes of the first of the very first case we do is going to play a huge role in determining how much time I as their coach or a case interviewer or a practice partner is going to invest in that relationship. Now let me let me give you an analogy of this so you understand why it is so important. Let's assume you go and you uh, it's the first time you're flying I don't know let's take an airline um, Emirates airline which is a good airline actually I prefer Emirates Airlines for all my international travel and you arrive there first time on the flight you walk in to the cabin, you're about to turn left or right, depending whether you're flying business or, or, or you know, economy class, and you encounter a vicious, nasty, and condescending hair hostess or hair stewardess, whatever they call them these days, and she just gives you such a bad time that it wrecks your entire flight. You know, she's just so rude, so condescending, treats you so badly that you feel horrible in that flight. Eight hours, you're sitting there and stewing in your seat. Now, will you ever fly Emirates Airlines again? Probably not. Most of, if when you ask, when you look at ratings for companies online, most of those ratings have nothing to do with how the company actually performs, but have everything to do with that rater's perception of one minor incident at a company. Right? So, Always think about that. When you engage your coach, your practice partner, your interviewer, they are going to be judging you heavily on the first three minutes. Now, you may say that, well, you know, I can turn it around in 20 minutes. I can turn it around in 26 minutes if I do badly. But here's the thing. If you do a bad job in those first three minutes, they, they become harder towards you. They become less forgiving, less accepting of your mistakes. And the cases become harder because they are harder on you. So that it becomes even harder to turn it around. It's not a situation whereby if the interviewer doesn't like you, you can just stop the case, walk away and leave. No. He's got to sit in a room with someone who is not very committed to the cause. And let me explain to you. Let's give some practical examples here, right? 
when we did the sessions with Felix, one thing that always struck us about her was her level of commitment and preparation. It was, it was immediate that this is a, a, a young lady who was always doing her homework, always reading, knew what was happening, knew what was going to happen in the day. I also felt that in certain times when we did things that we changed things, Felix would give us the benefit of the doubt. She would say, oh, okay, yeah, no problem, we, you can do that. So we never really felt as if you know she was putting us under the gun to, to follow a set regimen. She, she gave us a lot of leash to say, okay, Michael, you guys know best. I'll follow whatever you do. And that made the relationship very nice. I mean, even in the very first screening call we did with Felix, I remember very clearly, one minute in I knew, okay, this is a special person. She's only the first of three screening calls, but she's definitely going to be in the next screening call. And I think it's going to take a lot for her not to be in this program, right? Because she, she just comes across so well in those first three minutes. She looks organized. She knows what she's doing. And she plans well. I even remember the first uh, case coaching session, session five, where we were discussing estimation cases. She had watched all of the videos. She had extracted all of the techniques. And that's a good sign to me. It shows that someone, I gave them homework to watch the videos. They did their homework. They watched all of the videos and they're able to extract things. Now, contrast that to um, Rafik and Samantha. Rafik hadn't, he watched the videos, I believe, but he hadn't extracted everything. So, you know, there are a lot of awkward pauses when I was trying to pull, when I was trying to get him to do things that he should have known from watching the videos. Um, then when we went to session seven for Samantha, I know, um, we did a video, we did the case for them, and then she comes back and says, Michael, how do I end the case? Aren't you going to show me how to end the case? And it was obvious at that point to me that Samantha had not read the material we gave her to read for that session. You know, we gave Candace before every session, we want you to read some material because that's what you're going to use to prepare for the session. If she had read the material, she would have known we don't teach you how to wrap up cases in the beginning because it's not necessary. And she wouldn't have asked that question, but she asked that question. So, you know, the point I'm trying to raise here is that when a coach, an interviewer, or your practice partner sees you are unprepared, not taking it seriously, not committed, they ask themselves, why should they take it seriously? Why should they be committed? Why should they be prepared? And it takes a long time to change the person's mind when you do that. It's not a like for like. It's not if you are unprepared for three minutes, you have to be prepared for three minutes. No. Negative emotions are like a stain that won't go away. You know, it's like a blood stain. You can scrub it out of those walls as much as you want, but you shine a UV light on it and it's going to show up. So my point here is that don't assume, don't, do not take for granted the level of preparation, reading, commitment you need to put in when you are practicing with someone, when you are coaching with me, if I am your coach or one of the other firm's consulting partners, um, or if you are going into an interview, the negativity you create in the first three to four minutes will determine how the interviewer responds. When someone's really nice and friendly and happy, I, I, I am generally happy with them as well. And I have a client, um, I'm not going to give a name. She's a Chinese lady, very young, 22 years old, I think, turning 23, I think, 22, 23. And I really like her personality, right? She's really happy. She's in the, in a, the University of Southern California, a great um, um, accent as well, uh, but, but generally a very happy personality. So the calls we have, 
even if they're about a difficult subject, they're a difficult subject, but the banter between us is pretty light and friendly. And I like talking to her. And I even, you know, when we're running out of time, I'll just give her more time because she makes it easy for me to give her hard feedback. You know, as a coach, when I like someone, I don't shy away from giving them hard feedback. I feel that, you know, this is a person I really like. I want to give her the best feedback, so let me give it to her. But she makes it easy for me to do that because every conversation is light. She's always laughing about things. And that, for me, is good. She's likable. But she's likable because she's prepared. She knows what she's doing, so it's easy to like her. She just had a nice accent and she was attractive. I'm not going to like anyone like that, right? I'll cut the call very quickly because it means that, you know, this person is not taking their preparation seriously. But she's the opposite. Very prepared, knows what she wants, uh, uh, takes the feedback, works with it, and works with me. Now, the, 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 the takeout you want to get from this is that the first three minutes you engage someone, whether you're practicing some of that first three minutes when you start talking to them are very important, even though you may not be doing cases because it shows your level of commitment and so on. The, the first three minutes when you actually do the cases are very important. If people pick up, you are not prepared, you are just going to be doing yourself such a horrible disservice that you're not going to recover from. And the pity here is that you know, some people always say, well, I did bad, I'll go find another case partner. Do you know how hard it is to find a good case partner? For every 10 people you find on the internet, nine of them are going to be terrible, who don't know anything. They may mean well, but they don't know anything. One is going to be a gem. If you lose that gem, you've got to go through 10 people to find them again. That means 10 people, you have to search on the internet for 10 people. You have to send them emails to set up a relationship. You have to organize a time. You've got to practice for the case and you have to do a case. That's about four hours. Per, that's 40 hours to find one good person. 40 hours, eight hour weeks. That's one week of work to find one good person. So it's not a trivial thing. And I see people all the time, you know, obviously people who are practicing on our website, they write to each other and they always give me feedback saying, Michael, I practiced with this person. It was terrible. They weren't ready. Or this person was really good. And obviously I know the people they are practicing with because they usually share the details. Sometimes they're clients, so I know them, but I don't acknowledge that. Other times they're not clients, but they're just regular users on our website. But the first three minutes are super important. And I would also say that be very upfront with the person. Tell them what your strengths and weaknesses are. Tell them how many cases you've done. Tell them if you are learning about cases or you're practicing. People use the word practicing out of context. If you've never done cases before, you are learning. Especially if you are doing this with a consultant or partner for the first time. Make sure they fully know the level of preparation you have. You know, the worst thing for me is when someone says they want to practice cases with me and they don't know how to do a case. And then I say, but you wanted to practice. You don't know how to do cases. You need to go learn how to do cases and then come practice with me. And I've obviously toned down that rhetoric because I understand people use the word practice and, and learning, you know, interchangeably. But most people don't give you the benefit of the doubt. You know, don't be the Emirates hair hostess that wrecks an in a wonderful airline's reputation. My point is, be prepared because negative imagery lasts far longer than positive imagery, right? So, be the kind of person someone would want to do cases with. As always, you know, post comments, I'll be happy to respond to them.